Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 89. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And we're here each and every week to talk about all the tool all the tools and toys that we buy for our business. <laughs> <laughs> Which I even have purchased more stuff, Andy. Nice. More stuff. I buy- like it when you buy stuff because my wife doesn't yell at me when you buy stuff. Awesome. So anyway, I have a bunch of new things that I have either purchased for my studio or I have um, bought for uh, in software and and services. And I am just uh, up to my neck in all the things I've paid for recently. But uh, everything has a purpose and is going to help me move things even further in my business. And I'm excited about each and every one of them. Uh, I'm glad because, you know, regret is one of the worst emotions in the human experience. Is it really? Well, you know what you can do about regret? What's that? Nothing. Oh, okay. That's the problem with regret is it's in the past. So you got to move on. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you don't regret your purchases because um, otherwise you'd own a BlackBerry tablet. So <laughs> Exactly. No, I say that because uh, I was having a little conversation on Twitter. Someone, uh, an acquaintance had a conversation going with someone else. Uh, and um, this person was trying to, to talk their friend down uh, because they, they were basically saying, you know, I have a $100 off coupon at Staples and I want to get a tablet. So I'm thinking about getting the BlackBerry one. And he just said, dude, it's not, it's not worth the, the, the coupon, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I said something to the effect of just because poop's on sale doesn't mean you should buy it because you're still buying poop, you know? So uh, I said, you know, it's all about the apps. Go get a refurbished iPad, old one if you want to, but, but don't, don't go BlackBerry. And no, I've never used a BlackBerry, so people can criticize me for talking about something I've never used. But I just I think it's all about the app. So uh, what is the one you're most excited about, your, your recent purchases? Oh, and goodness. And is it in Wonderlist? Because I don't know. Uh, and it's, not all of it's in Wonderlist. I don't think Wonderlist <gasps> has You know, has you have me move to a new system. Well, I'm going to You're not it using to, it. it. No, I am. <laughs> dude, I'm I am totally Hey, I just reordered it. the list. Did you see that? I, Do you have to I reload? Am, I have to reload. It's actually just reloaded automatically just now Very okay good because cool. i reordered it so we can do that but all anyway right. go ahead with your stuff it's not on the, the shared notes list all right so <laughs> as soon as i talk about these and i hear it, you talk about what i'm saying i'll go and add them to the list but the first thing that i'm most excited about is uh my uh power my power backup my apc did you already have one uh-huh Okay. Did, you, did you get a different one? I got another. I got a second one. A oh, second one. Okay. An even bigger one, actually. What did you do with the old one? I still have it, too. Where are you that plugged into something else? It is all it, it's all under my desk. Um, I will give you pictures here. Do you uh, have a backup to your backup? I have a back. No, it's not a back. It's not like that. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. I want to tell you what happened. Remember, why did I buy the backup? Do you remember why I told you I did that? Oh, there's a couple reasons, but mostly just if you're if you're on a consulting call and you need, you know, twenty more minutes of of of, of time or space to to um you know if there was a power outage. Yep, I, I just uh, wanted to d- make just sure. some some margin. 
you know? Yeah. I wanted to make sure that if the power goes out and I'm on the on a call with a consulting client that it doesn't, that it doesn't just drop everything. Right. Well, and, and also just to give you a window of time to save work or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not a yeah. long-term solution, but it's a, okay, yeah. now I know I need to kind of clean things up for when I lose power. So. Yeah. And if I, okay. talk, if I was talking to somebody via Skype with the system that I had, I could turn the brightness all the way down, turn off the second monitor, and I right. could actually run on that thing for like 70 minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing how much power you can save. Yep. Uh, specifically with uh, this. I was out at a coffee shop this week and I just turned my, my monitor down and got an extra probably 50% of battery time. So, yep. Yep. okay. So you, so, so you had that. So I had that. So I was doing, um, I started my podcasting A to Z July 2011, of course. Sold out, baby. And so I basically uh, went over to the, um, you know, we were doing the opening session. It was it was a webinar. So we have GoToWebinar all fired up and I'm connected to the GoToWebinar se- session and and sharing my screen and all that stuff. It, mm-hmm. it, there's no thunderstorm or anything like that. It's just a really hot day. And right. just for no reason at all, uh, and, and by the way, I'm connected to the to the to the actual conference call the part of it where they're hearing me. I'm using my broadcast host dialed out through the telephone line, and that's how they're hearing me. All right. So what happened was the electric goes out for like three seconds and comes right back on. Well, guess what? I'm still connected to them. No problem at all. If it was a consulting call where I was on them on the phone with them via Skype, it would be no problem at all. No big deal. But here's the situation. I'm always recording a backup. Matter of fact, uh, you know, the, 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 the webinar, the actual screen flow being mm-hmm. the recording the backup of this call is still functioning. My Mac mini, which has battery as well, is recording the back of it. No problem. Here's what failed, though. All right. right. My broadcast host is my telephone interface uh, was plugged into regular power. And uh, so when it disconnect, when the power went out, it disconnected me from the phone conference. And not only that, but even if that was up, my, my microphone is what I'm speaking into, which is plugged into my mixer. So the mixer power went off. The Edderall, re- the Edderall recorder uh, is plugged into a power supply and the backup audio stopped recording because the power went off on my Edderall recorder. Huh. So um, I decided, you know what? I'm I'm going I, I I decided that I had a I had a budget for redesigning my studio. I was going to buy a new desk and I looked around and I found all these really wonderful desks that would have been beautiful, but they uh-huh. were all a little bit too big. And it was about a, it was going to be about um, it was going to be about a thousand dollars, somewhere between a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars to redesign my studio. Just because of the desk? Yeah, just because of the desk. And, and, and how much space are we talking about, too? It's a, I mean, uh, I, your office, I mean, people have a picture of how big that space is, but how big is it really? I, I, 12 by 10 or something? Actually, I have the dimensions here in a, in a thing because I always, I, I spent a lot of time mapping it out. Mapping it out. So, because it is. That doesn't sound like you at all. That's really. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, does it? Weird. Uh, so <laughs> it is t- 10 feet by 10 and a half feet. That's all I have. Gotcha. 10 feet by 10 and a half feet. The problem How is how to this, run an empire in less than hundred square feet. Yeah. The next ebook from Cliff Ravenscraft. Well, here's the situation is that all the desks that I wanted would not let me have the space that I wanted. So this, mm-hmm. I had this thousand dollar desk. The only thing is, is there's no room for Stephanie on the other side of it. It's like, <laughs> you know, she had 18 inches for her chair. Honey, good news. We got a new desk. Bad news. You got a, yeah. uh, you got a broadcast from the uh, kitchen. Yeah. 
So I had I'd heard people talking about IKEA. I went over to IKEA and found this desk uh, called the Gallant and <laughs> fell in love with it. It is so awesome. And it's and it's so much smaller than these other ones and and it's just it's really nice. So G A L A N T. Yes. Yes, and it's configurable in so many different ways. You can get different extensions, all this other stuff. But the way that I got it set up, it is very nice. And here's the situation is that after it was all sudden, I got a brand new chair. I got... You did? Yes, a brand new, you know, massively awesome chair. And when it was all said and done, I only spent like just under $600. And that's with them shipping everything to me. Well, they shipped it to you? Yeah. Nice. Now, you know, there's like a bazillion Gallant uh, options on Ikea here. So you got some kind of corner with an addition. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll send you pictures. All right. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of putting around here on Ikea and Ikea. Now, let me ask this. Were there any compulsive purchases? Is that not compulsive? Impulsive. Compulsive. No, no, no. Everything. You're compulsive too, by the way, but uh, so am I in different ways. So I bought any impulsive decisions or purchases at Ikea? No, no, definitely not. I, I Good de- job, man. Yeah, I just, Seriously. Yeah. You don't know what a big deal that is, Cliff. Yeah, because I had a, a lot of money extra left over. But no, I, I got the I got the chair and I got the desk and that was it. And what was cool is I realized that I had budgeted for studio redesign a certain amount of money. And right. so I decided, you know what, I'm going to make a list of other things that I'd like to get. and For the studio. The, for the studio. Right. And so, you know, the extra power supply was on there. And so I just started making a, a wonder list of all of my shopping items. Matter of fact, I got a new light for the ceiling in here that are like these little beam lights that kind of give off a different mood than the they, standard uh, they're light. halogen. Yeah, they're little halogen lights. Do they have kind of like wire arms. You kind of move them around or is it just... It's uh, actually, it, it's a flexible track. So Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I've seen those. Yeah, it's very cool. So, uh, so I went out and bought a bunch of th- different things and, and that's why I made these, this purchase. But here's the situation. Um, everything in my studio with the exception of lights and my printer, uh-huh. everything else in my studio is plugged into an APC power backup. And uh, let's see here. I've got 50 minutes on the big one, which has all of my electric electronics and stuff like that. And my secondary monitor and if I turn, check this out, if I turn my mon, or my brightness all the way down, if the electric went out right now, I would have, I would have 70 minutes in. With so, everything. So I have 50 minutes on audio and 70 minutes on my computer. So pr- approximately an hour on both. And if the electric went out right now, the everything stays on except for the lights. And, nice. and I'm not, I mean, I don't care if it goes out if the print, cause I don't print very often, but I'm telling you this, it, it, it just makes me feel good. And of course, wait, wait till you see the, the pictures. I'm going to do a video and some pictures and stuff like that of my studio once I, I'm completely finished cleaning it, uh, cause it's almost done, but it, nice. it is just massive. So, so basically I got an, a, a, another APC and now everything's backed up and, and we're good. The electric nice. can go out. No big deal. And I'm I'm gonna stay online. So I'm gonna actually sneak over and cut your electrical, and um, just to test it. I well, I so. te- I tested it the other day. I I I, I, I said shut her down. I said Stephanie, check this out. And I'm sitting there playing music over even even my studio speakers, you know that that are you know it's the big huge fancy computer speakers with a bass box down and everything. 
you know, all of that. So I was playing music real loud and everything like that. And, and I said, hey, watch this. And I plug, unplugged both of the things. Everything still functioned. Nice. It was awesome. So well, I'm glad you were able to, um, and, and I'm assuming that's, um, you know, why we're, we're not on video is we're still in the middle of the, the uh, remodel. And uh, that's awesome. So, no. No? No, um, the, I had an issue with uh, Ustream this morning. It, it wasn't loading, and, and I wasn't the only one. I'm glad to hear. So I, right. I, I, it's probably all resolved by now, but I haven't had a chance to, to fire it back up to see. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we're doing audio only just because, you know, it, it, it wasn't working this morning. But okay. we'll be back to video next week. Uh, so, right. or even after the show, I don't know. But um, let's see. That's the APC. So a new APC or a new second APC backup. I just mm-hmm. trying to add this to our show notes here. So the other thing that I bought, uh, I am now a premium subscriber to get cloud app. Yeah. Premium subscriber. I, 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 what was it like 10 bucks? I don't even know how much it is. Do you? I thought it was like five bucks a month or something. Yeah, I, I think it is. And I, and, but I paid for the year, whatever the price is for the year. And, um, and I'm looking for it and showing it. Oh, there it is. I went pro. There it is. All right. So one year is $45. Yeah. That's what I paid. 45 bucks. Less than four bucks a month. Yep. Six months is 25. Three months is 15. One month for five. You know, it's interesting. Did, did, Did you get that? I mean, I'm starting to see it implemented in some other uh, or incorporated maybe uh, into some other apps like Wonderlist. Well, yeah, but the, the, it doesn't. It actually uses their app. So it, I mean, they have another it, cloud app. Well, it's 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 Wonderlist's version of it. I mean, it, it's their mm-hmm. account. So whatever you do, whatever you do, to get sued. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. So by the way, I just are you in the chat room? Am I in the chat? Uh huh. I am. All right, I want you to check in the chat room and tell me what link you see that I just put in there. Uh, share.gspn.tv. Uh-huh. That's my wonder list. I, so I did the custom URL. So, so click on that and tell me what you see there. Um, where am I clicking for the next one? Yeah, no, it, it's there. Just click share.gspn. That eight oh, yeah, I clicked on it. Yeah, I opened it. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I opened it. So tell me what the picture is that you see. USB port view from above, view from below. So it's my it's my new desk. Yeah. So, nice. But but look what's under my desk. Mountings. Lots and lots and lots of wires. But look from above and do you see the wires? I see nothing. Nothing. In fact, you see you you still see a little bit of wires behind the APC there. Right. And and by the way, folks, I am going to put a picture of of what we're showing right now to Andy. Um, and the chat room, I'm going to put a link to this in our show notes of, uh, our, of, of this, um, episode 89. So go to business tech weekly episode 89 and, uh, I'll, I'll do some kind of wiring photos is what I'll do. Wiring photos. And then, yeah, that's sweet, dude. <laughs> so basically what happens is if you look, um, you, you don't see any wires and I, even my wireless router is all mounted up underneath my desk. Mm, zip ties it's all zip, best friend exactly it's all zip ties no duct tape anywhere <laughs> that's right i but, actually had a friend um owns a web company here in sioux falls um and when they moved into the new office it's, it was my gift to them i got a, a a big old thing of zip ties 
So yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're a welcome gift. So yep. yeah, there's your, there's your tech tip of the day. Zip ties, zip ties. Oh. <laughs> so my, my desk, I, I can't wait to do my video to share it with folks. To, so That's they great, man. And, uh, but anyway, the, the, the thing here though, is the whole share.gspn.tv. It's a, it's a way for you to be able to just upload things you want to share with people. And what's cool is I can, the, the get cloud app, when you have the premium version, not only can you do unlimited file uploads, but uh-huh. every, every file can be up to 250 megabytes. Tonkin. So let me tell you how I'm using this before. Let's say, Andy, you hire me for an hour of consulting. And, of course. And I record, I record, I record the audio of our call so that you can go back and listen to it again if you want to and, and go back and make sure that you heard everything correctly and stuff. Right. I do yeah. that. I do that for a lot of my clients. And what I'd been doing is I would send them over to Dropbox, make sure they install Dropbox. I would actually have to create a new folder and then mm-hmm. put that file in the folder. Then I'd have to go to the web and share that folder with them. And then chances are they'll never take it out of that folder. They'll just leave it there, which leaves it in mine unless I delete it out of mine and then it deletes it out of theirs. Mm, okay. And or I can delete that folder and I guess it'll stay in theirs, I hope. So right. but but anyway, the whole idea is that it's step after step after step. You know, hey Andy, go go and install Dropbox. Hey Andy, I'm going to share the. I, I'm going to create then I have to create the folder, then I have to share the folder, and then you get the email. It, it's it's a lot of work, right? For especially when I have, you know, eight consulting calls in one day. Right. So, so basically now I t- I take the recording that I get off the Adderall, I just rename the file and I drag it up to the little cloud icon. It takes mm. it takes the same amount of, t- of time to upload it to cloud app as it did to upload it upload it to uh, uh, Dropbox. Dropbox. So as soon as it's done, it immediately gives me the shortened URL. And so in my email to you, say, hey, Andy, really enjoyed our call today. By the way, I've attached a paid receipt for uh, your records. And here's the link to the recording of our call today. And 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 I just hit paste and it's like uh, it's um, share.gspn.tv slash a couple characters. A couple questions. Yep. Well, first, a clarification for those who haven't used this app. We're talking about a Mac app called GitCloud App. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call it Cloud App, but click GitCloudApp.com. I have a free version, and I think it lets me have 20, um, you know, 20 files a day or 20 snapshots a day or whatever. Um, but when you say that um, it, uh, you drop it up to the icon, and that icon exists in your top toolbar, mm-hmm. or your volume and things like that, when you, drop, when you drop it there, it actually will show it filling up the cloud, right? Yes. It's a black icon. And, and the reason I, I want to point this out to people is you and I sort of take it for granted because, but I just think that's so cool because it'll show, it's a black icon, but it'll show, you know, at 50% of the upload, it'll have the, half the cloud will be this really bright blue and the other half will be black. And when the full file is uploaded, mine makes a noise. I don't know if yours does or not to let me know that it's, it's fully uploaded. Yeah, I turned and that then, off. Okay. And then it, uh, so it can, and then it, it will automatically put a shortened URL onto your clipboard. So the, in effect, you're dropping the file there. And then if you hit command V to paste it, mm-hmm. it's automatically going to have that, that files shortened URL. Exactly. And it, it, and you're right. And then it, and some people want to say, Cliff, it's not that much work. Well, if steps are work, then it is a lot of work to, yeah. to do the Dropbox way. 
And again, I'm not saying Dropbox way is, is bad. No. But if you're, if, if you're trying to share files under 250 megs, whether it's audio or images or whatever it might be, Git Cloud App, in my opinion, is the fewest amount of steps. You can brand it. And that's, why, that's my, my question was about the branding part of it. It was but I, simple. I, I'm a big fan. So tell me about the branding part of it, uh, the customization of that URL. Yeah, it's, it's so easy. This is all you do. You go, you go into your account, and when you go into your account, um, you click on uh, uh, right under the settings. Actually, it's, it says settings, privacy, custom domain, and store. So you click on custom domain, and it'll take you just down the thing. It says, okay, um, what is your custom domain? Mine is share.gspn.tv. And, you know, just let's just say somebody sees that you've shared something from share.gspn.tv. What do you want us? Where do you want us to send people if they actually go in and try to type in just share.gspn.tv without the actual code? And I say, oh, well, I want you to send them to gspn.tv. And so basically um, what happens there is that um, and I noticed that Andy's having some trouble hearing me right now. But anyway, um, it allows it allows people to be forwarded to whatever site. Now to to set this up, all I had to do was I signed into my GoDaddy account, which is where my domain is registered, and uh, you go into the D, total DNS uh, section where where you actually can change all your registries, and there's this thing called adding a C name. All right, and what I did is I said I want I want to create a C name called Share, so S H A R E. And I want that to point to, and they tell you where to point it to. And if you, and that you just click on this thing where it says um, instructions, but you want the, you want to forward it to proxy.cld.me. All right. And, and you just put that in and the timeout will be one hour. And basically what happens is you're done. You, you, you're all set up. And that from that point forward, anytime you create a shortened URL or a file shared on cloud app, it will share share it with your new custom domain. So it's very nice. I, I'm using it on Twitter a lot to, to do that as well. And uh, another service that I'm using is a service over at Bitly, B-I-T-L-Y. And Bitly is a service that allows me to do shortened URLs. I was had been using... Um, Let's see here. I had been using Google dot or G O O dot G L. Hey, this is Andy Traub. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I can't get, uh, I can't get Andy back online. It looks like he dropped off. But anyway, um, G O O dot G L is what I was using for shortened URLs, but I switched over to bit.ly B I T dot L Y. And I, I changed for the same reason because I can do this custom domain. I can add this C name. And once I re- realized how easy it is to do a C name, I'm like, why won't I do this in any place that offers me a C name? And so I created a new C name, L. So it's L.gspn.tv. And now um, I can actually, I installed the Chrome app for Bitly. And that allows me to just click on, on any page that I'm on. I just click the little Bitly plugin thing. And it allows me to uh, immediately get a copied shortened URL. So now I can just paste that in and it'll say, you know, here's the link and it'll be l.gspn.tv slash and just a couple characters, just like what you normally would see. And so now more and more things are getting 
branded with gspn.tv in these URLs. And I think that those are very helpful because um, what happens is it allows my brand to, to, or it allows people who are following me and retweeting me to kind of trust that those URLs are not something funny. Like, you know, there's, you know, whenever you see just bit.ly, I mean, that could be anything. Anybody could have created that. But only I can create a G, an, an L.gspn.tv link or a share.gspn.tv link. And so those things are uh, very, very cool. All right, I'm going to pause for just a minute so I can see if I can get Andy Traub back on the line here. Okay, so we have Andy back on. Uh, sorry that you got disconnected there. So am I. Sorry, everybody. No problem. We missed you. So I had just finished sharing uh, with you what I had shared with them about the Bitly and the G- and the GSPN, and you had asked the question there. So why don't you re-ask it so we can talk about it? Well, you had said with uh, just like with Cloud App, you can have share.gspn.tv. And so my question about the Bitly was, how do you get the custom Bitly share yeah, URL. And, and and the cool thing about this is, and I don't understand it, but Bitly's free. B-I-T dot L-Y. It's free. And you just go in and sign in with your Twitter account, create your account there, and you can add a custom C name there as well. Come on. Um, it's free. It's free. And so what, like uh, Eric Fisher from uh, Social Media Serenity, he basically has one for the school where he's working as social media director, and he's got mm-hmm. one for, like uh, for Indiana Wesleyan University, uh, mm-hmm. he got something like some kind of really super short, like I I can't remember what it was, but I I N W dot E S. Mm-hmm. So I so Indiana Wesleyan. So I N W dot E S is his right. shortened URL. And so is that now, in settings or where do I where do I get the oh custom short domain? Yeah. Nice. Adam custom short domain. So basically, I'm putting in the short notes right now. Cliff moved from goo.gl to a custom. And what is your custom again? What is the custom for it, Bitly? It's just, I did the C name. So it's it's like a subdomain. So it's L for link.gspn.tv. All right. But you, and you could have done GS. Do you have to do the L or not? I well, I, I mean, I didn't want to forward my gspn.tv over to them, so I, I didn't oh, want to give them I the see. whole domain. Now, what some people are doing, they actually register a super, super short domain just for the purpose of of these kind of things. Right. So, so I, I mean, potentially, I suppose I could probably see. I don't know if there is there a domain called uh, .pn. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, it, supposedly, I mean, I could go out and just register the domain gs.pn. Right? And that, that would give yeah. me... That yeah, would, that, you, you create your own shortener. Exactly. So you could you could forward to them the entire domain, but I prefer just, you know, having... I, I already have gspn.tv, which I consider to be pretty short. And so I just put, you know, for cloud app, it's share because I'm sharing something. And for links, I, it's just L for links. Right. Now, when you did that, Cliff, and I don't want to get too technical and so we can step back from this if you want to, but I went to go make one and I did L.Andy.com. Uh-huh. So it's a test and it says setting up your DNS. Yeah, you got to set up your DNS. So you go into GoDaddy. Okay. And go into that domain and click on total DNS. And okay. you, you need to add a record. 
Okay. All right. And and it actually walks you through it. It's got, it gives you the instructions. Yeah, I see that on the right. I just didn't know if that was. Yeah. So, so yeah. And you, I don't own AD.com, so I can't do that way. But yeah. Um, so your thing was you use, you, 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 you do use a domain that you own though. Is the, the, yes, you have to use a domain that you own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then what what will happen is you just you could either forward that entire domain to do this, or you can actually create an ad like a subdomain or just a C name. So L for I, I could have actually just spelled out link L I N K dot gspn dot tv and then mm-hmm. it, whatever. Matter of fact, that's that could be good to to use. Although I've already shared a couple links as L dot gspn dot tv. Right. So I, so I'm fresh though. Uh, I haven't done one yet. Would you do link that anytribe.com? Do you think that would help people? I, I is that too long or I, I <laughs> at think some point it's supposed to be a shortener, right? That's, that's exactly right. I think I think I'm I'm happy with the fact that I started out with L, just L. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's it's just a link, and the it is going to be HTTP. It's you know, still like, yeah, going to be all those things, right? Exactly. So, so I, okay. I'm I'm happy with it. You know, I I mean, if I put in link.gspn.tv, it would have you know, people would have known that it's a link and, you know, versus a share, but yeah, yeah. I think it's sort of a link by definition though. Yeah. So I think it makes sense to keep it as short as possible. Yep. I'm coaching myself here. So, yep. So I'm happy with it. I am very, I'm very happy with those things. So sweet that it's free. Yeah. So two, so I now have two APCs. Uh, I, I wired everything up. I've shared those photos in here, by the way. Uh, and, and looks I'll, good, dude. I like the, I have a black desk too. Do you? Yeah, man. Very cool. Uh, it's uh, you know I'm I'm not a skinny guy in a in a in a turtleneck, but uh, it's as Steve Jobs as I get. So I got a black desk. So <laughs> I wonder what this is. Is this the picture? I wonder what this picture is. I just put an actually no, that's the same picture I had before. Okay, never mind. So so we got that uh, going pro with Clo- cloud app. We got the 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 custom short URL shorteners. So what is the next one? Um. You had how to turn on YouTube for Google Apps. Oh, Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. Thank you so much. Uh, Kim Landwehr uh, okay. gave me instructions, a link to instructions on what I needed to do to get my YouTube account over to or turned on for my Google Apps. Remember, I've been complaining about this forever. Yeah. Well, I've got a link to this in the show notes. Uh, and I, and so we'll put this, um, we'll put this matter of fact, why haven't I shared the share? I just need to share the share notes with the share notes, the show, share the show <laughs> notes with everybody in the chat room. So here, here's a, an entire link to the, the show notes. Oh, that's right. Show notes. Sorry, everybody. Yep. So anyway, uh, this is the one where it says, uh, how to turn on YouTubes for my Google account, Google apps. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to recreate this. If basically what I had to do is I had to click on manage this domain. Mm-hmm. All right, which I had done this a million times, but the one things I didn't do is is you click on organization and users. I would have never right. thought this would be under organization and users. Obviously, Cliff, you're going to go to organization and users. Yeah. I mean. So so anyway, it's automatically showing your users, but right the, there's a tab over to the right called services, and then you got contacts on or off, Gmail on or off, and and. Then you keep scrolling down, 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 way down. And I'm talking about way, 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 way down all the way to the bottom of this page. And you immediately, you eventually get down to where you see YouTube on or off. And I just had to switch it on. 
And so mm-hmm. then I went to youtube.com and it says, oh, would you like to create an account for, you know, you know, cliff at ravenscraft.org? And I'm like, oh, wait a second. No, I don't. Right. Here's what I want to do. I went over to youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. I right. signed, I signed in with that. And so here's what I did. I'm going to go to youtube.com right now. Cause and this is where it gets tricky because you already had an account. Uh-huh. And what email was associated with that account? Uh, Cliff EOTC at gmail.com. Right. And you want to try to associate with your apps. Right. And so what I did is I signed in as Cliff EOTC at gmail.com. Okay. And then I'm trying to see if I can find it here. You go to your settings and under settings, you go to manage account. And there is... I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Um, hold on. So there's uh, status ch- change password, close account. Oh, here it is. Under under manage account, there's one that says change which Google account is linked to this account. So you basically you just click that and it, it asks you to basically you just walk through the process and say, hey, I want to attach this to cliff at ravenscraft.org. Put the password in. And by golly, it moved it over. The only thing is, is my YouTube channel is still stuck as Cliff EOTC. Mm. It's still stuck as Cliff EOTC. So it's YouTube.com slash Cliff EOTC. And I don't like that. I'd rather have, I, you know, I'd rather just move that back over to Google and and ha- and instead attach over um youtube.com slash podcast answer man but the thing is is podcast answer man still limited to 15 minutes per per video mm. and tell me again in the you were in email options for your account settings for youtube uh, is that when you went over to youtube when i went to youtube you go to manage account oh okay yeah you have to go to click on your username at the top yep. right yeah and then you click um manage account edit yeah settings and then manage account and it's right about halfway down change what account this is associated what go. what Google account this is associated to your account is it permanently was, linked to a Google account yeah it it was it was a piece of cake hmm. so now um I can actually log right I mean I'm still logged in as my Google as myself on Google Apps and now I go to YouTube and I can come <gasps> I can comment on people's YouTube videos <laughs> could you not do that before no I had to si- I would have to sign out and oh, right, sign right. in as a Gmail account and and do it because I was not my domain was not authorized to my apps account was not authorized to oh, use gotcha. YouTube. Gotcha. So so now I can. So Kim, I have to thank you for that and for all of those out there that are not leaving Google Apps. Which are you still planning on packing up and leaving? I moved. You moved. It's in the show notes, baby. It's in the show notes. Where's it at? I don't see it. Um. Look here. Oh, you know what? It's a note on a note. Sorry, a note on a note. But, yeah. Well, it's it was it was a it was a comment I was going to make that G- Gmail slash Google Voice uh-huh. has added support for call waiting. Okay. So, um, it it, it was a reminder to me, uh, of I I've, I've been using my Google Voice much more lately because I I moved everything. I started the the uh, I did a, a pop three. You know, move all move all your email over. Mm-hmm. I could have downloaded it to like a Thunderbird and then moved it, mm-hmm. um, but I just I just did a pop three connection between my Andy Traub Gmail and my Andy at MoreProfitTechnology.com, and then you know set up my some filters and labels and 
you know, it probably took four days for it all to move over. Mm-hmm. But um, no regrets. You know, copied all, exported all my contacts um, and moved them over to my Gmail. And I was like combined a lot and added some new ones. And, um, you know, I, no regrets. Oh, the other thing is moving my documents over. You can share folders. So I didn't have to go through individual because I put most of my documents in folders. I went ahead and shared full folders with my Gmail account and everything that was in those folders is shared as well. I, I was thought I was going to have to pay my VA to go through and click and share each individual um, file, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the, the move has been pretty darn easy. I did purchase 20 gigs of extra storage for $5 a year mm-hmm. and it immediately added it to my account. I was at like 60% full on my seven gigs that they give you for the free. Mm-hmm. And it automatically went there and I went down to 15%. Wow. You know, in a matter of seconds. So um, I've been really, really pleased with it. So uh, these shared folders from your old apps account. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happens if you delete that apps account? Who's the owner of all those folders? Well, I don't plan on deleting the apps account is okay. one thing. Okay. So are you able to roll down to the free? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll be able to, to roll it in August when it comes up. <clears throat> and I did do some research on that. Um, that you basically opt not to subscribe to the to the paid, and as long as you're, you know, I don't, I don't even think it gives you any more bandwidth if you do the paid or any more space if you do the paid. But I think this promises more uptime. But either way, I, I, I'm not I'm not over on my apps. But you know, it, when you know how to do these things in the back end, like for instance, I had all these other addresses pointing to my apps account, mm-hmm. and so I just had to go back and point them to my Gmail account. You know, so I. Did you have it, it can, you, it can you be had it all way. done? You had it all done via MX records, right? Um, uh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, I had done on almost any way you could do it. I had some forwarders. Emails were just forwarders. I had some Gmail accounts that were set to if anyone goes anything goes to my I have a, an account I use for just sort of potential spam. You know, something brand new. I have an account just for that. And anything that went to that, I a Gmail it. You can go to settings or forwarding. It automatically forwarded to my apps one. So I had a lot of different ways that things were that were sent over. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's a great thing. I just just redirected a lot of them. So it, it worked really well. Very good. Yeah. Well, so I'm glad if you nothing got- else, people can make the move and and, and, and as long as it, it's not a space issue anymore. You can get more space. Right. So I'm pleased with it. And and to, the biggest reason for me, frankly, was the Google Voice. I just I'm using Google Voice more and more. I want to use it more and more, and now I'm able to do that um, because I'm in because I'm in Gmail. So uh, it's kind of nice too to switch things. Sometimes you're gonna get a, you get to start over in some ways. So yeah, very cool. I'm well, yeah. Well, I, one one cool thing is that you can use Google Plus and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't like Google Plus right now. I, really. I, I, you know, That's I, I have a hard enough living my real life, the whole virtual life, you know, it's like, I just, like I have a lot of really healthy conversations on Facebook. People are really interact a lot with me, which I really appreciate. They answer questions I post. They, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of people that, and they're, they're the kind of people that I just think it's going to take them a long time to move over <laughs> to Google plus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I made the joke today or not today, a couple of days ago, it was actually, it was, it was the last thing I put on Google Plus. I said, I have two circles in Google Plus. Uh, technology, uh, technology addicted white guys and three other people. That's my, that's my two circles on, I don't really, that's not my only circles, but that's, 
Like that's all the people that I know on Google is mostly just people like me and you and other sort of techie people. I haven't had a, a, a big move over. And I, I just, as, as relational as I am, I just have a hard time managing that other set of relationships. Right. You know? So I, 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 to me, I, I'm there and you're right. It is. It's, and I was like, what's that red thing with a number? And oh, it's Google Plus. It's, it's incorporated. I, I think I'll jump back in when there's more people that I know, but I like, I like the organization of it more than Facebook. Um, but it, when it comes to really, it's sort of like going to a new church for me. Like it's nice to have a fresh start, but it just takes a lot of work to get those relationships back up. And mm-hmm. I just don't have that emotional energy right now. So I'm sticking with, sticking with Facebook for now, but um, you know, I haven't notified. So people are adding me to the circles every day, but um, you know, it, it's, I'm glad, I'm glad I like competition. So I'm glad that it exists, but awesome. I'm not going to be jumping in there anytime soon. Well, the next story that you have here is Google Apps adds read receipt function. What is this? Well, in Outlook, for those who have used it in the past, uh, and it's been a long time since I've used it, Cliff, but uh, I, I believe that there was an option where a person on the other end would, you would be notified if they opened the email, but they'd have to click something to confirm that they opened it, something to that effect, and maybe it was, maybe it was both and. But Google Apps is adding a function to where you can add a red receipt request to an email. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm a fan of this because <laughs> what it essentially is, is it's, it's, it's uh, babysitting the end user, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is why I don't really like it. But it, it, it will bring up, uh, if you click on the link there in the notes, it says red receipts requested. One or more senders in this conversation have requested a red receipt so you can put send receipts or not now. So the other thing is apparently you can just ignore it and click not now, mm-hmm. but it'll pop, I, I believe it'll pop up. I haven't tried it, but yeah, it says Gmail pops up a notification asking whether or not they would, uh, they would like to send a red, rec- a red receipt to the sender. So to me, it's sort of like, I'm going to read your email. Okay. Like, you don't have to double check that I read your email, but I think in, again, Google is trying to, replace Outlook for a lot of companies and for companies that do use this, for instance, this is a mandatory email. Everyone has to read it and open it. And the way we're going to keep you accountable to that from HR is we're going to add a red receipt to it and you have to, you know, so I think in some business settings, this could be advantageous. Would I ever use it? No, (laughs) I feel like it's rude. You know, it's like emailing and then calling. Did you get my email? It's like, yeah, I got your email, you know, but again, I think it's a, it's a sign of Google Apps trying to uh, implement a few things that are more Outlook-ish, uh, Outlook-like uh, in order to uh, encourage businesses to um, replace it. So, Very interesting. It's not something that I plan on using, but no. uh, <laughs> no. not at all. All right. So uh, let's see here. Are you, so my question to you is, are you using Google appointment slots? No. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> and is that like the suggested appointments? Yeah, I don't slot? even know what they are. I, I, I mean, I see it there all the time. It's like, hey, new, this is available. You can, on your Google calendar, you can do appointment slots. Yeah. And I don't even know how it works. So um, I was just reserve wondering. a certain amount of time in your calendar for appointments. So basically, I think it's Tungle-like in yeah. that you can give people slots where they could meet with you. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and again, for those who want to stay within that 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 Google uh, framework, uh, I think it'd be something worth checking out. So go to the show notes and check it out. But 
it, yeah. it's a tungle-like feature. Mm, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but, you know, my question then is, what about time zones? And, you know, can I do it with more than one person? And then, you know, get, that's the thing I like about tungle. Like I have a meeting set up next week with two other people and I know that I set it and they pick which ones they're available for and then tungle email me and say, those two people have said which ones are available for and now you can pick which time works for all three of you, you know? Right. So it, it, to me, it's much more robust. But again, if you want to stay within that Google framework, then uh, it, might, it might be a good option. So check it out in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, lock screen two. Is this something you shared? Yeah. Have you seen this yet? I saw it uh, in the show notes and I clicked on it. <laughs> All right. So um, I like this a lot. I put it on both of my computers. It's in the app store. Oh, it's $1.99 now? It was free. Sweet. Oh, now it was $4.99. No, I got mine for free. Um, nice. So um, maybe it was lock screen one and updated, but I think it's worth two bucks. So basically it treats your desktop like um, like an iPad or a iPhone or iPod in that it gives you that little slider on your screen, mm-hmm. you know, slide from left to right, but you can do a keyboard combination in order to unlock your screen. So at my office, I'm, I'm constantly going in and out and if I don't want someone to get on my computer or I want it to lock so and so forth, uh, then I can either set my computer to go to sleep or to lock after a certain period of time. But then I have to enter my password. And what this does is sort of like, you know, you can take your hand from one end to the other at a piano mm-hmm. and, you know, do the whole range of keys yeah, or scale of keys. I have mine set so it's from left to right. I do one of the rows of keys and... And so with this program, I can put my computer and sort of lock it by hitting command L for locking. And then to unlock it, I just walk up to my keyboard and I take it like, like the piano and I swipe my finger from left to right. And you can do three keys, you can do two keys, you can do, you know, the whole row of keys. And as I do that, it Uh-oh. I think unlocks we- my screen. To me, it's a nice little easy way to unlock and lock your computer. And as a parent, I use it a lot because my kids will walk up and try to, you know, t- tap on my on my keyboard. Mm-hmm. So if I have to get up and get them something, I can lock my screen real quick and then they, they don't know how to get on. So right. I, I like it as an app. I use it on both my Macs. And um, if, if someone is in a situation where they want to lock quickly and unlock quickly without tab- typing in a, a password, uh, whether, you know, you go to coffee shops a lot or this or that, um, to me, it's um, a pretty slick way of, of locking and unlocking your um, your screen. Very cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. All right. Eh? Uh, Gmail, Google Voice, add support for call waiting. So is this automatically turned on? I hope not. Now, I need to check on that because I agree. I, I'm not a fan of this because I, you know, it's like, I don't want call waiting. <laughs> you know, I mentioned it before, but like, it's like with Skype. Uh, I don't like it when I'm on a Skype call and someone else calls in because I'm like, this is, it just, it bugs me. You know, it's like when, you know, when you're on the phone and people were so excited about call waiting, it's like, well, hold on, let me switch over to them. Uh, to me, it's kind of like rude. You know, you're basically saying, hold on, they're more important than you. Uh, and, and it just disrupts conversations. But to me, it's a sign of, of where Google Voice is trying to become more and more, um, you know, more and more a real, a real phone line, you know. So I'm not going to use it. If people want to, then by all means, they can go in there and, and, and look at show notes and see it in the official Gmail blog. Um, but yeah, they're doing call waiting now and it's, it's not three-way calling, which is important to, to note. So it's not, it's not more like conference calling. Uh, I would rather see conference calling than three-way 
yeah, then then call waiting. Um, I feel like call waiting should be discontinued. <laughs> but it's a reminder that, that Google Voice is trying to become more and more telephone line like. So yeah. we'll see. Well, I'm going through all of my settings in my Google Apps, Google Voice account, and I see call screening, caller ID, um, all of this other stuff, but I do not see anything that says call waiting. So I'm glad that it's not here yet. And if it does come, I hope they don't automatically turn it on. Yeah. Because that would be annoying um, to be on a cons- consulting call and then all of a sudden hear beeping noise. Sure. That'd be so annoying. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway. All right. Very cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Google URL shortener for Chrome. Why is that in here? Did you put that? Well, I yeah, it's for me. I, you know, I've seen you, and this is funny. Uh, you talked about using Bitly, and I, I, I will move there if I can figure out how to set it up correctly. Um, but you, you've been using those Google URL shorteners, and I was like, well, I've never used that. But I, geez, I use a lot of the Google stuff, so maybe I need to go in here and check it out. And, and sure enough, they've got a nice shortener um, shortcut or I don't know what to call the right, the right term for it, but, um, extension, I'm sorry for, mm-hmm. for Chrome. So if you're on a URL and you want to shorten it, you just go up to the URL shortener, uh, extension and, you know, it'll create a, sh- it'll create a, a, a shortened link, um, which obviously you can then track and it puts it on your, your, uh, clipboard right away, just like cloud app does with your other shortened, uh, with its shortened links. So just if folks are using, that shortener just to know that there's a Google Chrome extension that, that I think is pretty, pretty slick. So, uh, you know, I, I started using the service yesterday and I that, might not by tomorrow. <laughs> that's hilarious. Cause I, but been, you know what? No, it's it, not all about us. It's about our listeners. Well, so. and the cool thing is, is I mean, I, I have, I, I've loved the Google shortener and, uh-huh. and it has served me extremely well. Uh, but, uh, when I, when I, once I understood how easy it is to do a C name, oh my gosh, my, it's like the light bulb went off. I'm like, I'm looking for every service that allows me to do a C name because by golly, I, I've got a, I love the fact that I have a short gspn.tv and right. I can create those sub domain C names all day long. And, right. uh, that, that's so easy. And so, yeah. And by the way, uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y has a Chrome extension as well. And it's really nice. You click on it and boom, it immediately copies it to your, your, uh, your clipboard as well. Nice. I will check that out. Yep. So, um, yeah, it reminds me when I did a webinar once on, uh, adding custom signatures to Gmail and the next day Gmail announced, um, they were implementing it standard into Gmail where you could have custom signatures. So things, things go by so very cool well my friends if that wasn't enough uh content for you i don't know what is uh that was great yeah awesome stuff and what's awesome andy is i i'm how are how are you liking the wonderlist this week too you haven't asked me to go back yet (laughs) i'm not gonna ask you to go back it's fine it's fine is it working six to one half a dozen another it's 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 good i mean it it, works it's so awesome i'm absolutely love i love that i can just sit here and take that new updated list since we've added some things i can just share it right there at the chat room and by golly i'm just going to email it to myself and copy and paste and way 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 before i start recording family from the heart these show notes will be over to amy and she's going to have it all done it's awesome awesome. andy i appreciate you sharing all of the stuff oh by the way uh you getting a roku box (laughs) the new one yeah (laughs) uh not yet 
you got the old yet. you got the old Roku, don't you? I have the the old Roku, <laughs> and I love I, I love my old love. Roku. Here's the problem: my Roku, uh, I had a, a and I didn't know this. I have an HDMI cable that went bad, so I have to from Amazon. I didn't know a cable. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's like moving parts to an HDMI cable, but I've tested it and it's the cable. So I'm it's kind of ugly. I'm not getting the the full um, you know Netflix and, and movie effect from it but I still love that little box man and um, I am i can't quite talk my wife into spend another hundred dollars something we already have just so I can get Angry Birds on it but uh, I'm excited to, yeah, to see mean, how it continues to develop and and I do think that Roku is the in my opinion the best way to, to watch Netflix for the smallest amount of cost and and, and other programming, you know, and, Pandora and, and things a, like that. A, a, the Amazon Prime, I'm absolutely loving it. I've been watching some uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay UK version of of some of his stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I hit the music, turned the music down. But yeah, so it, 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 uh, warning, it's got language and it's not bleeped out. <laughs> it's not bleeped out at all. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm 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 really enjoying the Roku. I bought, I paid a dollar ninety nine, got the Roku roku remote app for my iphone yeah we, we've, yeah we've already lost the remote to the roku it's stuck <laughs> under the couch or inside the couch or somewhere yeah but who needs the remote when you got an iphone app for it and i wish everything had an iphone app yeah it's pretty slick it's pretty slick so yeah, yeah and i don't know if folks saw this i think i put it on facebook or twitter yesterday but there's a girl who found her dad's roku test box in advance and put a video up and they made her take it down this girl's like eight years old and you know, she—you could tell she very much made the video on her own. It's just like this is the new Roku, and it's got Angry Birds. Look, and they like made her take it down. The thing's got thirty-two thousand views on it in like two days or three days. Yeah. So what's the age bit, of the internet? It's, but it's now a, it's out. It's now out it's now. Out. So yeah, awesome. All right, folks. If you enjoy this content, we encourage you to check out gspn.tv/plus to find out how you can support the content and community of gspn.tv to make sure that we're here for you every single week and uh, more details more information gspn.tv slash plus until next time we encourage you to join the community